Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Star Wars podcast, the original. This is called The Collector Series, and welcome to Episode 8 of 2021. We're recording on June 16th, and here we will chat with some fellow collectors, get their insight into the world of collecting. These collections can range from Star Wars to Marvel to Pokemon to weird and wacky things. Please sit back, relax, and remember, with adult money comes great responsibility. Welcome to Collector Series number three. In today's episode, we welcome a new person to ASW. He's one of the founders of the Red 5 Network, in which ASW is a proud member of an awesome community. He's the scuttle to your butts and host of Scarif Podcast. He's been around the block a few times. Welcome to the show, Ro. How are you today? John, thank you very much for having me, and it is a pleasure for you to see me tonight. Uh, well, really I'm, I'm super excited for you to be here. Uh, <laughs> you're in Discord. We're practicing some video chatting and audio, and we're making the magic happen through this wonderful platform that I can't convince anybody to use in the Red 5 Network, but we're <laughs> going to break them eventually, and we will get them in to the Discord channel. So what Amazing. are we talking about today? Well, let me put it this collections, way. Collections, yeah, yeah, let me put it this way. I can't say I know you on a personal level just yet. We chat okay, using okay. the interwebs. We, we have some private chats. We have some group chats, right? You know, the, the private chats, if we think like OnlyFans, that's about our relationship right now. That's, that's okay, a joke, okay. right? That's a joke. I don't pay for Roe. He pays for me. Uh, we generally exactly. agree on most He's topics, right? We generally agree on most topics if The Last Jedi is off the table. And we try to embrace... <laughs> all the weird, wacky, and wonderful of the Red 5 Network. But despite all of that, the thing that sticks out to me is your collection, right? Yeah. I know you've posted pictures, and I know you are a proud of that collection. So let's start talking about it. Where and when and how did you start collecting? Why did it happen? Let's answer. Good. You're a news guy. Let's go through all the normal questions start from the beginning row it's your it's it's your show right now where do we begin wow where do we begin yeah so you know i uh saw star wars in 1977 when i was a little kid and uh, you know obviously like many star wars fans it really spoke to me uh, but as far as collecting, and obviously, you know, we were young kids. We didn't have disposable money, allowance maybe, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, your intro said it perfectly. As as we are growing into adulthood, we have a bigger responsibility slash wallet to be able to collect a lot of these things. But as a seven-year-old, I really didn't have anything. The one thing that I remember, and I don't know if it's, if it's a, a real story, something that I remember incorrectly uh or just legends but you know that what they say about legends uh, a little truth uh mm. comes out in legends but um my father uh found a princess leia action figure from kenner the original princess leia action figures from kenner and uh you know he knew i was into star wars as a little kid and he gave it to me 
And uh, Princess Leia was the very first action figure that I have, and I have it in behind me somewhere. But um, that's where I started. And then, obviously, you make friends. You talk about stuff that you talk about when you're friends. Um, and then, you know, Star Wars and movies always came up. So, you know, as the years passed, uh, you know, 1977, uh, obviously, is when Star Wars was released. Um, we didn't get a lot of toys in 77 because, you know, as everybody knows, the toys for Star Wars didn't come out until the year after. Um, I, you know, paid for the early bird package, which was basically just the, the platform. Um, unfortunately, if I would have kept that, I could have sold that as a down payment for a house, but unfortunately I didn't hold on to it or I didn't, uh, treat it the right way. So I started getting the action figures as they came out one by one, not religiously. Cause again, I'm an eight year old kid. What do I know mm -hmm. about mail order and money and things like that? So, um, I didn't really follow through with a lot of that stuff. Um, obviously cause you know, we're, we're kids. Um, the next action figures that I remember getting from, uh, you know, mom's purchase was, so I had Princess Leia, I had Darth Vader, I had C-3PO, and Chewbacca. So those are the four core action figures uh, that I possessed as a kid. And I remember in the schoolyard playing, making scenarios, and, you know, a, a lot of the, the, the groupings there, I couldn't really make any scenes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I couldn't make any scenes with them because, you know, Chewbacca and Darth Vader were never in the same room together or seen, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it, it came to my imagination to kind of uh, rehash scenes from the movie or maybe do extra scenes, cut scenes. And, uh, you know, that's that's how I kind of started that that realm of collecting um and as obviously as i grew older you know i you ask your parents for for this you ask them for that so i start getting the ships i remember getting the millennium falcon which was a huge deal because back then you know those those ships were expensive um and the bigger ships are still expensive but you know back in the day uh so that's uh you know i started slowly and um you know cut to decades later as an adult, I've got not only this room full of uh, Star Wars memorabilia, but uh, I have a storage area in my mom's condo with Star Wars uh, memorabilia, as well as my production office, with uh, which is, again, full wall-to-wall -wall with more Star Wars paraphernalia. So it's been a journey. Uh, it's been a... Uh, a wonderful journey of collecting, uh, you know, different uh, Star Wars items, and mostly really from the uh, the uh, original trilogy, which is where you know um, I started my love for Star Wars. Wow! I've got other stuff, other stuff, obviously, sure. as uh, as products get released. But um, I think at at my age, I, I kind of hit uh, a saturation point for mm. the most part. But uh, I'll still pick up one or two things I love. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk about where I get my collectibles. Mm -hmm. but I love scouring, uh, you know, thrift stores and eBay mm. uh, to get some some really cool deals. Um, you know, I don't go crazy. I don't pay scalpers, uh, you know, uh, crazy amounts of money for for something. If if I feel that I can get it at a reasonable price and I like it, I'll I'll do it. Yeah. So so to recap, you've had. 
uh, a collector's item for 43 years in Princess that Leia. Yeah. That's incredible. That is that is 11 years older than I am. Not to wow. make you, not to make you old, but that is just to put math sure. into it. That's 11 yeah. years. that's that's incredible and I and I love that. Right? And and I like that you piecemeal like we all piecemealed it together just because we didn't have the funds. But I love <laughs> I need you to tell me the process on mail order. Right. I go to the store to get my stuff. I go to a, a, a website to get my stuff, right? So I, let's just, let's branch off real quick to the process sure. of mail ordering. Okay. How did you, first off, how do you even know that these products are out back so, 43 years yeah, ago, right? Right. So on the, uh, if folks remember the carded figures, when you went to, you know, again, I'm going to age myself. When you went to Woolworths or Zare or, uh, you know, Kmart obviously was still around, Toys R Us, uh, the carded figures on the Kenner line had a proof of purchase. And, uh, you know, sometimes you see commercials, you, the announcements in the comic books and stuff like that. You cut out the little Kenner logo and you put it in, a, you put it in an envelope. And you write down to Kenner, care of George Lucas. You sign your name. It's me, Ro. How you doing, <laughs> Mr. Lucas? You put a stamp on it, and the stamp is basically the uh, kind of the, 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 the method of that envelope getting shipped across the nation to, uh, to Kenner. So they open it up, and they say, oh, this child purchased 12 action figures so now we're going to give him a free one because here's the proof of the purchase <sighs> hence the name obviously and uh they pack it up and they send it to me with a special note from george lucas saying thank you and uh i've never looked back that's that's uh, that's incredible i i love that and now today from what i understand from from my previous uh interviewees is that a lot of these black series collected uh, collections come with like a piece to another one so now that sort of forces you into purchasing oh, yeah. one two three four five six seven eight to to complete that mini i guess figure that you could get within said black series so i mean that's awesome and and just looking at the background of your camera it looks like you have a wide variety of different things, which is great. And I know some people stay within their lane in terms of, I only collect, you know, uh, three inch figures, or I only connect, uh, collect black series and, and whatever. It looks like you've got some good variety. I, I see you're holding up a couple black series. Now you got the white Mando, do you, or, oh my gosh. Now is that white Boba Fett? This is white Boba Fett, which is basically a prototype of the costume uh, before he appeared in The Empire Strikes Back. And um, Ben Burt was actually modeling it um, in real life, but they made an action figure of it. And it is Boba Fett prototype before they painted it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do collect a lot of... I've got, I've got three walls worth of Black Series uh, action figures. And, you know, in college, and, you know, my, my wife will berate me for this, uh, and, uh, rightfully so, 
Um, I had so much debt, it was just crazy. Because I used to buy two of everything. Sure. One to take out of, out of the box. Ooh. And the other one to keep in the box. So, you know, slowly but surely, I kind of weaned myself out of it. But from time to time, you know, I love the Empire. I love Stormtroopers, obviously, things like that. So if I see a Stormtrooper, I'll probably get two. I've got, you know, three Biker Scouts. I've got uh, two Revens. I got two Shore Troopers. So it, it just really, it really depends. And I, I do, I do have a lot of different things. So, you know, I don't collect Funko Pops, um, but if I see a Funko Pop, it's, it, it's coming home with, you know, that I like, it's coming home with me. Um, uh, I love that. Okay. So, so you've answered my, one of my questions is if you're an opener or a boxer and it appears to be both. Uh, at one yeah. point, and it has fluctuated pending value and funny money, as they would say. Exactly. And, and uh, nowadays, yeah. you know, real fast nowadays, you know, back then, you didn't know how, you know, if these toys were going to be valuable. And obviously, as kids, you don't buy the stuff to as a, like an investment. You just you want to play with them. Right. Right. And that's and and that's obviously why the original 12 are so valuable because yeah. you know they're hardly ever in mint condition because right. we just ripped them open we took the package and the cards and threw them out and that was it yeah um and that's why nowadays if you do find a collection uh you know it's uh, or at least if you do find a uh, fairly decent conditioned action figure from the original Kenner line uh it's very valuable wow um one of the um one of uh, a famous collector, uh, Rick Springfield, has a lot of you know original stuff carded and and in mint condition. It's wonderful to to check out. But um, yeah, so a lot of the stuff nowadays, uh, you know, is not worth as much as back in the day because you you know Star Wars came out. They wanted to uh, market the items, and nobody knew it was going to be a big hit. Now yeah. you know the market is saturated. It's overproduced. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Right. But uh, you know, I still enjoy it, and I still love it. Something about it, for sure. Is there any of one product in your inventory that you have the most of? I would say, as I mentioned, I love the Empire. I love Darth Vader, Stormtroopers, etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So I would probably say, you know, anything having to do with the Empire, I have a lot. Okay. So I've got obviously my the Darth Vader. Um, entire costume behind me that i displayed but i've got you know darth vader mini helmets stormtrooper mini helmets the action figures obviously so stormtroopers and darth vader i think are the probably the most okay. of of the one item that i do have all right so so specifically like okay so like the vader costume would be you have one costume right right so then out of in in terms of uh uh type of thing you purchase funko pop is another thing lightsaber uh i would say i would say black series stuff okay and is that uh, because it's like available it's right in front of you you can yeah. you, you can put six in your cart and not feel bad about it <laughs> yeah i i mean when my when my son was born i started to feel more bad um but uh yeah i would uh, say i would say i would say black series is probably what i have the most of and like i said i've got I've got uh, two walls worth of, of black series. Um, but yeah, that that's, that's a, that's a thing. Kids, kids do change the, uh, the game a little bit. 
for sure. Uh, you have to be a little bit more crafty. Uh, you've got a lot of inventory. Okay. Do you manage it? Do you have spreadsheets? What's your process? Or do you not know what you have? Have you bought doubles of things and you said, oh, no, I already have this? That's only happened uh, once or twice okay. in the vast array of, of you know, sometimes, sometimes I'll be cleaning the closet and I'm like, oh, a TIE fighter pilot. Um, I didn't know I already had this, but now I have two, so it's okay. <laughs> so they're happy accidents. Uh, that's all I can say. But, um, you know, maybe my subconscious does that on purpose because right. I, I've trained myself to buy two of everything. Uh, but who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's great. Um, I always think of like, what's the worst that could possibly happen and you lose your collection, right? In terms of fire, mm -hmm. natural disaster, whatever. Do, and I, I ask this, I try to ask these like very high level questions. Do you have any of your collection under your homeowner's insurance? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, you know, we, I don't um, mean to laugh. I just, it's just funny no, to think about it like that. You it know? is. Yeah. And, you know, my, it's funny because my wife, you know, when we first got, you know, together and married and stuff like that, and I started, you know, packing my stuff, and she's like, wow. And, <laughs> you know, I started building my, my, uh, my room here, my office, because uh, I work here too, but it's, you know, this actually used to be her office. Mm. And I had, I had like one small Star Wars display in the entertainment area. And uh, she was, she's big hearted enough to actually give me her room and said, just, you know, use the room, put up you know, how you want it and uh, go. So love her for that. And for many other reasons, but um, yeah, you know, I, I do. Um, I don't have a separate policy for right. it, but I yeah. think, uh, you know, there, there are, there are places that, you know, ask you to, to have a separate policy, but, mm. uh, for the most part, what they, what they say is just, you know, just document stuff, uh, best you can and, uh, take pictures of it. Okay. Like you said, a spreadsheet. Yeah. Um, but as far as like knowing what I have, I know exactly, you know, I've got like three rooms and, and, and plus a storage, et cetera, et cetera. Like the other day, someone posted a question regarding the Ahsoka novel, the book, and said, if anybody has the Ahsoka novel, can you please uh, look on page 40? I have the audible version and I need to check reference on something to see if it's an error. Hmm. And I said, okay, I'll be right back. So I, I knew exactly where I have stuff specifically. Right. In that case, the Ahsoka novel. It's uh, cabinet two, shelf one behind C-3PO. So I know exactly where everything is. So I envision that your three rooms and the storage container room is the end of Indiana Jones. And it's the yeah. long aisles of things. And I would, it, I would love nothing more. <laughs> Please tell me about the storage room. Okay, this is a, this is a storage. Is it at a storage facility? No. So the, okay. uh, there's a small storage room uh, at my mom's condo where I have some stuff. Okay. And then my office, which is a little bigger than this, it's uh, my production office for my business, is where I have like more stuff. But when I my mother's home the, that I grew up was recently sold. So I, we had to Ooh. move and I, I had a lot of vintage stuff in the attic there. 
my old room obviously was there so i had everything just kind of stored sure, so sure. it had to be it had to be redistributed and um i can't my, my office at work i can't walk um around the office i, I made myself specifically a very similar walkway uh very similar to the end of indiana jones where it's just boxes of star wars Goodness. stuff and i i have like a little pathway that goes to my computer at the office and then just back and forth back and forth and then everything else is uh piles of some of the original boxes from the um old kenner stuff from the late 70s like the adat uh the yeah. atst walker boba fett's ship uh stuff like that wow, wow. so like people are listening to this and going, this guy's a hoarder and, but they're, uh, but they're Star also embracing it, you know, because what you're doing right now is, is validating a lot of people's collections by going, well, at least my collection's not Rose. Right. <laughs> and they're getting it. They're getting away with it right now with their, their, exactly. their significant others. Uh, now, has there ever been a time where you were really on the hunt for a, a particular item? like hot commodity, super duper rare, out of stock in places, and you found yourself caravanning from store to store, really looking for it. Any, any, anything come to mind on, the, on what I would call the hunt? The hunt is real big uh, uh, here. I'm part of a Facebook group of like 600 people, and it's, it's very collaborative. They take pictures of, of wow. shelves at Target, at Walmart, and say there's three Obi-Wan Kenobis left. Good luck. <laughs> like It's very collaborative. It's cool. Um, do, you, do you find yourself hunting for things, or are you kind of just, uh, if I see it, I'll get it? What, what, what is your flavor? We'll get back to that question after a word from our sponsors. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. I do hunt for things, but not specific things. I'll decide one day, I'll say, I'm going to go to three stores and just see what they have. Mm. And so it's not like a specific hunt, like I need this right. and I'm going to go look for it. Um, there has been one particular item that um, I had uh, Rob from uh, Jedi Temple Archives because he lives in Michigan and for some reason uh, the uh, 40th anniversary Imperial Probe Droid uh, Black Ooh. Series was released uh, early for some reason in Michigan and I needed to get my hands on it and um, Rob lives in Michigan and I said Rob I have a mission for you and you have no choice but to take it. So I had him go to uh four Myers uh, up in Michigan to uh, see if he can find me this wow. uh, Empire Strikes Back Imperial probe droid. And it was there. And, and it was there. He bought, uh, I needed three of them though, uh, because they're again, very special. Uh, again, I love empire stuff right? and uh, droids are awesome. So cross empire with droids and you got uh, the Viper droid here from the Empire Strikes mm -hmm. Back. It's a win-win for me. And he found three of them. And I said, if you find a fourth one, buy it for yourself and I'll reimburse you right. as a token of my appreciation. Thank you very much, brother. And uh, he sent them to me 
Um, very nice. Uh, you know, and that's you know I have other people hunt for me. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. You're collab. You're collabing with people, and you you know, and it's so it's so cool to 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 live in a world where we can go. Hey, I have this. Does anybody need it? Or I'm looking for this particular thing. You've got contacts out there and they're willing to go out. And I was doing, I said it, uh, I told the story in number two, collectors number two about going down to Galaxy's Edge and getting some product for people. And I had actually one part of the story that I didn't tell is I I was following this person on Instagram and I'm not going to tell their tag because they were dismissive. So they don't get the, they don't get the shout out. And they're very good with posting uh, new product and things, and, and they were heading to Galaxy's Edge. And at Galaxy's Edge, I was, <laughs> I've been looking for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. But it's a spork. It's a very particular spork that they sell at one of the eateries in Galaxy's Edge, and it's like nine dollars. You know, what I mean, it's not that expensive. And I was like, listen, if you're going down there, would you be willing to get? Be this spork and i'll like give you like 25 bucks you know i mean just ship it up and they were like yeah no i'm not going to do that and i'm like why then why are you why are you advertising product if you're not willing to kind of and and i get it they probably didn't know me and i totally get that it's a weird request but like i've had people ask me hey do you mind picking something up and i yeah sure it's it's just venmo venmo me the money like whatever like let's make it all happen together like no one needs to pay the scalping prices Right. If we all work together, we can kind of get what we need to get. But I I know for me, I I am going to be a little selfish because I did pre-order two Darksabers uh, from Hasbro. And, um, you know, 100% keep one for collecting and going to hold on to one. And I'm willing to uh, that. Yes. Yes, you have it. It's very nice. We're going to have to get that into picture. He's showing his Darksaber variant beautifully done. And uh I, I'm willing to sell it for retail to friend if they're really looking for it, like totally doing it. Otherwise, that gets put up on eBay and good luck, everybody. And we'll see where it gets to and, and whatever. <laughs> so that's just, hey, sometimes you got to make business decisions like that. I, you know, I got into purchasing double boxes of Legos and stuff with the thought of like, all right, well, maybe I can just offset the cost of the first one. I tell you, it's just that's an annoyance for me. You know, it's like. The waiting, the the shipping, and then I was shipping something out to Wisconsin. It was fifty eight dollars to ship. I'd say at that point I lost money. It's like it's yeah. so expensive to ship things. So it's like if I can do it local, I'll try to do it local. Anyways, enough about me. We uh we ran a uh, Scarif podcast uh, giveaway uh, of a um, very nice framed original artwork by mm. a buddy of mine here in Chicago, and. Um, it was matted. It wasn't framed, but it was matted and uh, protected, very nice, kind of heavy. And uh, we ran a contest where we gave uh, three of them out and shipped uh, all three of them. But I didn't realize that, and this was kind of like the first time, I didn't realize uh, the whole, I totally forgot about the whole shipping cost thing because, uh, you know, one of them, I'm in Chicago, one of them went to Alabama, it was fine. Another one went to Florida, no biggie. The third one went to New Zealand. <clears throat> and yeah, you can imagine the cost of uh, of that to uh, New Zealand. And that's so. when Scarif went U.S. domestic on giveaways only. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag Scarif swag. <laughs> okay. So 
you've I've, you've been doing this a long time, longer than I have, and and you've had to make sacrifices in terms of financial stability, right? You have a lot of stuff. Have you had to part ways with any items to facilitate uh, offsetting cost for life things? We're playing the game of life right now, and you have a path. You can finance your kids' schooling, unless they're going to public school, of course, uh, or you can keep your piece of collection. Have you ever been put through a scenario, as we come to the, to the end of this wonderful chat, have you ever been put into a scenario where you had to sell something? Yes, um, I can't remember exactly when. There's a uh, a set of original Star Wars release posters that I had. There is a Darth Vader helmet from the old Don Post Studios collection that I had. A uh, big blue box, if everybody remembers that. And a wasn't Black Series, but it was a large Wampa and... Han Solo from Hoth, from The Empire Strikes Back, that I had. And one of the original Adats mm. the, from, from Kenner, the really tall yeah, yeah. Uh, snow walkers that I had. I sold that um, to try to offset the debt that I had at mm. one point. Uh, just to kind of, you know... Yeah, 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 I get it. Level yeah. the playing field. We don't. We don't have I mean. to talk numbers, but we have to talk realistic. Like if you're yeah. a new collector and you're listening to this and you're getting into it, it's not all roses, baby. You put yeah, your. You just yeah. you know you have to be responsible fiscally, I guess, uh, yeah. and not go crazy. And you know after after what you say is forty three plus years, um, I, I I'm gonna endeavor to say that I I have kind of hit the saturation point as far as collecting. Uh, myself like i said I, i'll pick up one or two things um and that's the that's the the wonderful thing about thrift stores and i i post a lot of pictures yeah. under the hashtag star wars thrifting mm. i have found some really really amazing pieces uh for my collection uh at a fraction of the cost yeah uh, so it, it's been it's been great uh, and that's I, yeah you know, that's part of my hunting thing so sure that 100 you're, you're a thrift hunter and I think that's awesome. And I think uh, I think that's bigger than people realize that yeah. there are adults that will specifically go to thrift stores to peruse the middle tables where moms, unsuspecting moms, do not know what they're throwing out or exactly. donating. And you end up going, oh, my God, this is from the 80s. Right. And I'm going to get it for $2.50. And now I have a great story. You know, and and have you have you okay thrift stores thrift store drama? Have you ever run into somebody also? Oh yeah, also yeah. looking for stuff and and yeah. how do, how do we have to handle that? Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where you know, it's it's kind of a mutual respect. Yeah, I had picked something up, um, that I was surprised was there, and the guy turned around. He must have set it down. Ooh. It was kind of, you know, it was with some other stuff, but I picked it up and I was right behind him. So he kind of turned around and said, oh, that, that pile is mine. And I said, oh, uh, okay. And again, mutual respect. Yeah. I get it. You know, I, I don't, 
I don't think he was kind of pulling the wool over my eyes. You know, he it, it was a kind of a nice little pile. It did look like somebody kind of had set it there. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it could get rough. That makes yeah, me. I'm sweating. I'm. I'm not even involved, and I'm sweating. I'm so nervous right now for you. Um, there's a there's a thrifty uh a thing near my my uh home where I live in Philadelphia, and it it's like a little bit. It moves from like you know complex to complex, but it's a great place to pick up uh kids stuff, strollers for fractions of the price. You know uh all the things that you hate to spend money on, it's there. You know twenty dollars here twenty. But the toy section is yeah. phenomenal. And I'm always looking for Lego, right? And I'm like, all right, what what do we have here? Who made the mistake of tossing something that they shouldn't have? And like I've seen some really good items. Now I stay within the, the Star Wars realm. That is my limitation. I've said this before. I, I don't like going outside of my Star Wars Lego because if I did, then I would have already bought the typewriter that they put out yesterday. You know, because yeah. the typewriter is cool. It's mechanical. It works. You know, it's mm -hmm. got function. But I, I, I f financially, I had to go, no, you know, that's that's really cool, but I got a path. So there's been really cool stuff there. And, you know, with COVID and, and them shutting it down, I haven't been to one in a while. So I'm hoping moms and dads out there who are giving away their Legos, I'm, I'm looking for it, right? Make sure you, you drop it off there. Uh and what's nice about their thing is that uh, percentages of the cost go back to the seller. It's not like a normal thrift store. So you you put a price tag on it. It could be like 50 bucks and like 40 of that goes to the seller, which is cool. Yeah. It's kind of like a mini eBay and you don't know you sell oh, yeah. stuff. It's it's pretty neat, but you got to tag and inventory stuff. So that's a that's a process, but enough about that. Now, yeah. as, as we... Uh, You've you've had a lot of experience, right? If if someone wants to get into collecting today, right? What advice are you giving them? Oh, that's that's easy. Just you know, find out what you like, and uh, if it sings to you, get it. Mm. I think you know people ask me that a lot, and it's like, should I collect Black Series? Should I collect this? Should I collect that? You know, I. I I can't answer that specifically yeah. for you. You have to you have to feel it in your bones, in your soul. You have to be able to, you know, uh, ask yourself that question and answer it uh, through uh, through your heart. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I love Empire stuff. Uh, show me a stormtrooper, and uh, I'll show you my wallet because uh, it's coming home with me. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just depends on, you know, what you like. If you want to collect, you know, lots of like one particular item, that's cool. Um, one character, uh, one, you know, one aspect of the franchise, you know, you want to collect, I don't know, bed sheets or right, right. curtains, uh, action figures, whatever it is. Can I, br can I branch for a moment? Cause you're, you're talking empire, right? And they expanded the Empire quite a bit when when Rogue One came out, different times of troopers and and like did did were you excited that they were branching out, or were you like, this is too much branching out? Well, 
I think when the sequel trilogy hit is probably when I started to think, wow, they're going to start releasing more toys. Mm -hmm. And what am I, what is my family going to do? <laughs> I'm going to have to kick them out to make room. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't have a lot of sequel trilogy stuff. And obviously, you know, you, you kind of joked around uh, at the beginning about my love for The Last Jedi and some of the sequel trilogy right. stuff. But um, I don't collect a lot of the new stuff. You yeah. know, I've got a, I've got a few. I've got a Ray. I've got a, uh, you know, a Knight of Ren, etc. You know, stuff like that. But that, you know, that's uh, not that I'm drawing the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the sequel trilogy, but yeah, you know, because it doesn't excite me as much as sure. the OT. Sure. Then you know, I don't, yeah. I don't buy it. And that's the other thing too. Uh, I had this discussion with. Uh, Josh and Andy over at Hollow Chronicles, and obviously, right. if you don't know who they mm -hmm. are, great, great guys, collectors, great, great podcast, great channel. Um, you know, what is it about collections that make us, you know, want to be surrounded by it? Because you see, all us YouTubers and podcasters, we have all this stuff behind us. What is it about that? And yeah. I, you know, it's just a, it's a connection to the franchise, but it's also, yeah. I think, it's a reminder of our youth. And it's, um, you know, we don't want to, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird, deep thing as far as mortality goes. We don't want to think that we're getting older. We want to be surrounded yeah. by youthful things and Star Wars and, and the stuff that we collect uh, and the stuff that surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds uh, us. <laughs> it binds us. It's like Pepto-Bismol. Uh, exactly. <laughs> But, you know, that's, I think that's, uh, that's why we collect and, you know, why do we collect is definitely a topic for a whole nother show, sure. um, which I'd love to be a part of hint, hint, Hey, but <laughs> July 7th, but, yeah, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, <laughs> oh, that's a different one. That's a different topic, but yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, uh, as far as advice, I would say, you know, just get what you like and then yeah. start building from there. Well, I love that. You never, you, you really don't know where it's going to yeah. go. I mean, you know, I started with, uh, you know, the the six inch uh, Kenner original. Now I'm uh, again, I'm not a, a Funko Pop collector, but yeah. I got a few Funko Pops. You see, you see this one right here over my shoulder. I do. Um, but uh, you, you yeah. don't listening. You don't know what we're talking right, about. Right. It's yeah. Like, but I can see you it for sure. Know. It's a beautiful thing. One day, know. one day we'll actually push this to YouTube, but I'm not going to do it anytime soon. Um, mainly because I don't want to out people. How's that sound? I don't want to. I don't want to expose people because this is. It's like a personal thing. Your collection, you know. And some people are closet collectors. They don't want people to know what they have, you know. And and it's. I mean, obviously, tip of the iceberg in that room right now. Um, but yeah, my niche. My niche right off the bat was back in the 2000s when Phantom Menace came out. And Lego licensed Star Wars and all those things kind of. And I've had Lego before, you know, I had space, you know, uh, all the, the castle, whatever. And then the Star Wars stuff came out. And I'm like, love Lego. Also love Star Wars. Let's combine it together. Let's get the Gungan ship, right? Let's get the pod racer. I'm in uh, the sand crawl, the original sand crawler. I had a lot of big collection prior to college that I'm, I'm sad to say that I let go. Uh, for spaceage, spaceage and moneyage, and that's just what it is. I'm sad about it. I had a lot, I had a lot of stuff. <laughs> Death Star Two, the big Star Destroyer, um, nice. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things um, that I let go. 
um, had to ship it out and they paid for shipping. So actually that was like big cost savings and they just paid me by the pound and that was it. Um, but I really didn't start the collecting back up until 2015 force awakens. And then it has, you know, I, I post every once in a while, but that's not even the tip of the iceberg. There's, there's many things to talk about, which is why you should always come back to our social media channels and make sure you're following us and all that good stuff. Now, to uh, shout out some Red 5 things, what have you been listening to? What, I've, what have I been listening to? You know, I, I, I tend to uh, try to catch up with a lot of uh, Red 5ers, uh, but outside Red 5, you know, I, I listen to, again, you know, the, the boys over at uh, Holocronicles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to Rebel Force Radio mm-hmm. uh, because they've been talking to Dominic Pace which, uh, you know, he's a friend of ours, and he's coming to Chicago July 10th, and uh, they're talking about uh, his trip, and uh, I want to see how he's doing and things like that. So it's very exciting. They're going to show up uh, in Chicago here as well, so uh, I'm just kind of catching up on on all the the cool things that they're doing. And uh, like I said, I I love, uh, you know, going through the roster of the Red 5 Network to see what's... uh, who's doing who and what they're talking about yeah for sure for sure i enjoy i enjoy catching up with uh the certain point of view guys because uh, they've really expanded upon their topic so i'm always interested to see what they're talking about next uh, outside of the red five network i listened to a podcast from ebon hawk it's called the ebon hawk podcast it is a it, i gotta give them a lot of credit because they are all in on knights of the old republic and wow. a lot of their topics revolve around the game franchise that I played many, 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 many years ago. But one particular episode uh, called out to me called The Hero's Journey. And okay. they interviewed um, two creators of this Hero's Journal. And they basically created a daily journal time management system that links to like questing and gamification and how to get things done utilizing this journal so like as a teacher i'm like am i buying these journals for my kids so we can like get homework done like i'm like really interested in that and that i wouldn't have i wouldn't have known about it without the evan hawk podcast so special shout out to them for doing that hey let's summarize 1977 you see a movie you're enthralled and it it blew my mind blew his mind a couple years later he gets the first toy 43 years later he's asking people to get three imperial <laughs> probe droids. so far has yet to purchase anything himself no in between that purchased a lot of things uh into the black series action figures mostly goes thrifting and hunting battling people pushing them out of the way, older ladies, older men, get out of my way, I know you're shopping for hats, but I gotta see what's back at the toy table. Uh, You've got several rooms of Star Wars stuff, your wife is a saint, we've confirmed this tonight, the Pope just called me, and you're just really into the Empire, and I love everything about it, Mr. Rowe. Thank you so much for coming on. Any final words? Sean, it was a pleasure. I always uh, love sharing and talking Star Wars and uh, talking to uh, fellow Red Fivers and just fellow nerds. I love, uh, you know, sharing stories 
uh, of uh, our geekery, mm. and uh, it happens that uh, so happens that uh, you know when you asked me about uh, my collection, uh, you know I jumped uh, felt like I jumped to the to the you know beginning of the line because I love talking about yeah. uh, the stuff that I collect. So. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate that. And I plan on having uh, more Red 5 members on the show. This was the first time I went uh, outside of my local friend group, which is cool. I was excited for it. It's it's definitely hard to schedule and make sure everything is is coherent. So that wraps up number three of the Collector Series. Thank you, Ro, for taking the time to talk with me about your story of collecting. As always, if you can, please subscribe, follow, and like all things Extra Techie. Make sure you follow Ro on Twitter. We'll make sure all that information is in the description below. Make sure you follow the Red 5 Network. We've got some good content out there, and we're looking to expand. If you're a podcast out there and you're looking for a little advice, a little help, just a little bit of a community, come on out, contact us, and... We'll, we'll try to make it happen. There's only a $4,500 application fee, and we'll make sure it's, it, we'll waive it for the first time. Uh, may the force be with you, everybody, and watch out for Rose's very professional lightsaber moves. And that's the Scuttlebutt. Another Star Wars podcast created by Sean of Extra Techie, found on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, can be streamed from www.extratechie.com. Follow Sean and Extra Techie on all the socials. Search out Extra Techie and you will surely find him. Catch all the exciting Star Wars action in a podcast form, but don't forget, Extra Techie also streams content like games and Lego builds and is also a tech specialist. Reach out if you ever need help. Music provided by Incombitech. Please leave a rating and review. Copyrighted 2021. Cheers, and may the Force be with you. This has been a presentation of another Star Wars podcast in the Collector series. We hope you enjoyed, and come back for more. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs>